0: Hello and welcome to Everyday People episode 110. So need to tell you something, I'm recording this intro about 12 minutes before this episode is supposed to go out. I realize that I enjoy the actual conversations with the guests. I hate the editing and all the flimflam with uh, uploading and all that stuff. But here I am The because the episode is nice. The guests are nice. They're lovely to talk to my guest today is gitanjali gondale i found her last name by searching for her online i just know her as gitanjali she was recommended by saisha the episode 106 and uh, she's a jewelry designer she's a jewelry entrepreneur and we had a 30 something minute conversation about her love for arts and crafts we talked a little bit about uh, making a career in uh, artistic pursuits and it was just a refreshing conversation to talk to another artist somebody who's operating it at scale and doing something with it she's also parlaying that into social causes helping out a team supporting a team you know paying salaries and everything so it's it's really inspiring as a writer myself and as an artist to see somebody who's more senior to me more experienced than me talk about you know living a life in the arts and being completely fine so i hope you enjoy this podcast for the time that i have you Thank you for listening to Everyday People Tuesdays at 10. Uh, This is episode 110 with Gitanjali. And we started. Cool. So So, I'll record an introduction later. Uh, But my first question always is for the guests to introduce themselves. The question is, who are you? What do you do? And what is your current side project?
1: Hi, guys. I am Gitanjali. I... I am also known as a person behind Moha Jewelry. And uh, my brand is called Moha by Right. And uh, what do I do? So I make jewelry. I design jewelry and I make jewelry. I am a person who is more fascinated by arts, arts and crafts, designs, Mm -hmm. aesthetics, textures. These are the things shapes, forms nature these are the things i really love mm-hmm. these are the areas i take my inspiration from mm-hmm. and i try to convert these forms in some interesting jewelry shapes right and that is what i do so yeah i think that is it
0: yeah that's lovely that
1: what i did yeah
0: so, uh, my second question then is about your love for arts um when When did you discover a love for arts, and then before you made jewelry, what other sort of art forms have you explored, whether as a hobby or whether trying to be something serious with it? Uh, what are the different things that you've done yourself over your life that you've really like felt artistically fulfilled in?
1: Okay yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you had asked us about side project. First, I'll answer that and then I'll answer your next question because I'm perfect. Uh, Side project is I am also involved in heading the project called Kalbeliya Craft Revival. Mm
2: -hmm. So,
1: Kalbeliya is a community in Rajasthan, Mm -hmm. which is mainly a Sapera community. Okay. This community is Sapera. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, and uh, these are the people been traditionally dead, but later, everyone cannot do the job and wildlife act and how we are now in urban systems. They are not doing those jobs anymore. They cannot do it anymore. So they have been working with some hotels, resorts. They have been uh, doing any job they can do. They are Mm. across Rajasthan and Gujarat. They live in small clusters in in one of the very small villages of Rajasthan. So, uh, uh, one of the person I know has been working with this community for some time Mm -hmm. and they discovered into it that this community has a very beautiful quilts with them.
2: Mm.
1: Quilts means gudari. Mm. So, uh, this... uh, So, but they never did it for commercial purpose. They never knew how to make it and sold it. They always make it for the personal uh, reason to when their guests come at home. So, guests can sit. When the daughters are getting married, every girl makes a quilt for herself. So, that is given as a dowry in her life. Hmm. Uh, They are very intricately done, adorned in a very interesting ways and there's uh, a lot of embroidery work on to it. It's a very interesting form of craft. So, what we, uh, I got to know from few people, very trusted sources that these people are going through very bad patch, especially after pandemic because they can't even work with hotels. Mm-hmm. So in Rajasthan hotels, if you have seen, there is this dance form where these women wear black ghagras and they do dance of Yeah, so that is also by the Sapera community women, and now with pandemic and things, you know, they are not even able to do that and earn their money. So, uh, we we started this work of craft, they know they can do it in a way that they can sell it outside, they Hmm. can create such quilts and they can sell. So, we kind of pull in the funding, uh. I say from my Facebook, we created a group and we kind of appealed to people and we generated good funds from it. And then a lot of women gave me their old saris, and we actually started the project. And this has been now one and a half year done. And uh, we now have six full-time artisans working in that project. And... uh, there are, uh, we are doing second exhibition in uh, Indian Science Center in, uh, where, hello?
0: Yes, yes, I can hear you.
1: Yeah, we are doing second project. Uh, and uh, that's how it is going on. It's going well. That's
0: yeah, wonderful. So, that's that's so cool.
1: So, yeah, uh, now, other than that, about childhood, uh, there is... There is much to tell, not much to tell, actually. I'm the person who always liked uh, drawing. Mm-hmm. So drawing was my main thing I enjoyed. And uh, that's what I did. I was always very scared of physics and maths and science and chemistry kind of subjects. So kuch nahi karte karte advertising mein chale Mm-hmm. Uh, I had done BCom. I'm brought, born and brought up in a place called Malegaon, which is near Nasik. Yeah. And uh, uh, my drawing teacher uh, used to like me because I did good drawing. So I was his favorite student. Mm-hmm. So our school used to have a big cupboard where, where all the colors were stored.
2: Mm-hmm. And I
1: used to have key of that cupboard in the whole school.
2: Right. So nice. it
1: was like it was like kind of my achievement thing that I, I have the keys of the color in the cupboard. And I would take colors from colors students didn't colors. school. So I used to take colours and I used to distribute and I used to keep them back. I
0: can I can appreciate that because when I was younger, also I got to keep the keys of a cupboard in my classroom when I was class monitor and that oh. had a few things in it so I can un- could totally understand what you mean by like <laughs> that you know being appreciated being like given that responsibility makes you feel uh-huh.
1: nice. yeah yeah totally so so yeah that was the thing I did in school and then I barely finished my graduation D-com because I was not much interested in doing commerce I was just doing it because my village or the town I was staying in did not have any fine art or commercial art college, Hmm. which was my main interest and I would have loved to do that. But somehow that did not happen and I started searching what is that I can do in design. And there is the district place called Nasik near Malera. Hmm. So uh, after I knew there is a course in web design in place called Arena, I just went and joined it because mm-hmm. I wanted to do something with design. I did not know what exactly with design. Mm. So I joined that. I did that small course there. By the time I got job in NASIC, mm-hmm. which was in web design. From there, I came. I did job there for two years. I learned quite a lot into web design. I designed a lot of websites at that time.
2: Mm-hmm. It
1: was year uh,
2: 2001-2002. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah 20 years ago. So... Uh from there I came to Bombay and I started searching for jobs here. I got job with some good design places and then later I got into OGLV and Tata Communication. Mm-hmm. And uh in that I spent almost ten years into advertising. Right. Advertising and graphic design. So that's what I kept doing that time. In that duration, I got married also. I had a child also. Are that typical Fanana stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, and then 2014 I started more.
0: Okay. So let's, I mean, I'm I'm relating to you a lot because uh I've also done a little bit of web design in like 20 2009 to 2014-ish, but not a lot okay. until I discovered like okay. it is not for me. And instead, like okay. I'm a professional writer. So Like I can, I can, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later after the interview is done, but always that artist to artist connect is what I love finding in this show that I do. So as my third question for you. Uh, Let's talk about Moha. You said you started it in 2014. Uh, What has that process been like for you? Uh, Like, do you have partners or is this a a solo thing for you? And then... What has been the best aspect of it? So these, yeah, the three parts of this question are, are you doing this uh, alone or with somebody else? In the last like eight years that you've been doing this, uh, what have you enjoyed about it? And what has been the best thing you've learned from it? These are your three.
1: So uh, in terms of heading the organization, I'm proprietor. Mm -hmm. So it's a solo heading the organization. Mm -hmm. At the same time, I have my team members with me who Uh are employed by us, and they're working with us, mm-hmm. and that is somewhere I'm not alone then right, so technically, it's a proprietary company, but, but yeah, I have a fantastic, a fantastic yeah team is my my pillars who are you know there always and doing things so so in that way, I'm not alone so mm-hmm. they are the fantastic support to the organization and what we are doing. Last eight years may do jewelry banana sick name. I was just working <laughs> to make jewelry because I'm not from this industry and what chanak sa kidakata ke jewelry banana. So hmm. to, majo and we were meriting a lot of jewelry back to learn to make new jewelry. Right. So so yeah, I learned that way. And it's been a fantastic journey. And like you asked, what is the best part out of it is Creation what you create the tangible product which you create, you hold in your hands and you see it you had thought of something, you visualize something, you mm-hmm. created a drawing, and then you're actually making look yeah that process is very exciting excitement yeah. so that is the best part that Ajah. I love most I mean how much ever you say sales, how much ever you say pesaana. But being an artist, what I enjoy most is actually play. being able to create things with.
0: You. Lovely. Uh, the last part of that question was uh what's the most important thing you've learned in in the eight years so far?
1: In the eight years of art, what is the most important thing probably dealing with people?
0: Okay. Can you uh,
1: and craft, two things. Uh, dealing with people means actually trying to find out what is the strength that person holds, where they are vulnerable, where they are you know, do they know the areas. And then trying to figure out them and according to that, you know, give them responsibilities, give them authorities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and every person is special, you know. There is something into them, beat anyone from the smallest carrier to some CEO of company. Okay. So understanding people, their journey, mm-hmm. being able to connect with them, mm-hmm. I think that has been something I feel I have learned and I would love to be more in that area. as well. with, along with craft, I think people and craft is the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: that's amazing. Uh, my my fourth question then uh, is if you had to outline three principles or three pieces of advice for other artists who might be listening to this podcast, right? Whether they are young or old, what would what would you tell them about keeping art in your life? Three things, like three principles
1: to live by. First and foremost is. Actually, knowing if you love what you do, mm-hmm. do you really not get bored of what you do? One must know this. Because yeah. you can say whatever you want, anything. Until you love, and that inner feeling doesn't come, then you have to put a lot of I won't advise because. What is most important is you feeling passionate for it. You're really loving it. you really wanting to solve it. You're really feeling for it. So that, important to So that you have to understand yourself Do you if you to Hmm. So that is my first thing I would say. Second is whatever you are doing you seriously try and find out what are the problems around it. What Mm -hmm. are the problems people are facing around it. Mm. And can you solve those problems? Can you add value to what is currently available? Right. Either you add value or you solve problems. If these are the things you are really able to do, what you are passionate about, you are really going to do something really nicer out of what you make. Like. I won't say it is always about revenue or make great money or make big company or expand it. But you will really do then something meaningful. You will yes. make people's life nicer and more beautiful or more happy. And third thing is, once you know what you're passionate about, once you're able to either solve problem or add value, if you can reduce the cost of it. Hmm. If you can reduce the cost of it, it will get scale. Yes. Lesser cost leads to scale. And leads to scale is more people being beneficiary of it. Yes. So if that is achievable, nothing like it. Then it's successful venture.
0: Amazing, beautiful, such a good uh, three-step process to finding a business or you know finding something meaningful, like you said. Wonderful. My last question of the formal interview, the fifth one, is: Is there anything you would like to um, point to the audience towards, recommend to them? So you can advertise Moha here if you want. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I would love uh, your viewers to go and check our Instagram page Mohabai Kitanjali and check our website Mohabai Kitanjali. Give us a feedback there of what we are doing. If you're liking it, not liking it. Hmm. If you're boys, if you're girls, buy it for yourself. <laughs> right. So yeah, that is uh yeah, and then uh, otherwise no message, yeah. kya message everyone is wiser enough to understand. <laughs>
0: <their life. laughs> that's amazing. So like uh is the website, and the Instagram yeah. is also at Moha by So yeah. uh that's the conclusion of the formal interview. Uh now we can okay. just now we can just relax. So first of all, I'll would i I'll ask you, have you ever been interviewed before? And uh, how was this experience for you so far?
1: I have been one more time been interviewed this uh, spontaneous uh, way where I did not know absolutely about who's taking my interview, what is happening, mm-hmm. what are the questions. Uh, there is a play, a person called Arpit. Uh, Arpan. I my name. Hmm. Arpan Chauhan or something. I'll mm-hmm. send you his name. He is a professor of psychology in USA. Okay. And he is doing a lot of work around women menstruation problems. And mm-hmm. he is doing a uh, lot of work with students at work. Mm. Fantastic fellow. He had taken one of such spontaneous interviews with me podcast. It was it felt fun talking to him and uh, today's year the second otherwise to hote हैं planned वाले hote हैं यार वो newspaper kahota होता है jewellery industry का हो
0: तो footage
1: jewellery industry kahota होता entrepreneurship वाले hote women entrepreneurship वाले hote हैं but
0: SM
1: is other मज़ा you know of course
0: Kiki, you don't it's know a... what's going to happen right it's just
1: yeah and
0: like uh, how was that interview with uh, your friend you mentioned, Arpan Chauhan? Uh, was this also relaxed like this or was it a different atmosphere for you?
1: Very relaxed. Very uh-huh. nice. In fact, he asked me which comics you like and I told him, I have to read any comics. Se padha
0: <laughs> Tinkle <bhi nah? laughs>
1: थोड़ा, थोड़ा थोड़ा, थोड़ा. <laughs> i was staying in Malika. i, I, I english after i moved to Bombay.
0: So,
1: right this, that, so, I've so, read
0: a a i always got the english version of them that's why like english is my preferred language i am writer in english and everything so I feel very comfortable. Sometimes guests prefer to talk in Hindi. And I'm like, ah, okay, maybe in Hindi. Mein baat kar Meri so um, anything you would like to ask me now? This is your freedom.
1: So how you discovered that you're more passionate about writing and not web design.
0: So for me, there was a bit of luck involved in it. Um, so I went to Christ University here in Bangalore. To study computer science, and I was thinking, okay, I'm going to be a developer. And then when the college ended and placements were happening, I got picked up by Oracle, but in the role of a technical writer. I'm like, okay, I can do this, and I did it for like two years. And in 2016, a friend of mine told me, "Hey, you know, you your English is really good. You should write a book." And she just said yeah. it very casual. She just said it very casually, but it like hit me. It hit me so hard, and I started thinking. Oh, I've always been excellent. I've always loved English, like English and maths were my favorite subjects in school. Uh, I love the freedom of writing an essay. I've been writing a blog since 2011. My job is a writer. I am a writer. I've just fallen into like an adult version of writing, which is a technical writing. And like I've done some freelance work also. And I'm like, oh, even without realizing it, I've been doing it. So now if I can realize it, I can become better at it and better at it and better at it and so it has been like the joy of my life to be a writer even though like you know how many people i'm affecting is still small at the moment but the important thing is that i'm trying and i'll get there eventually
1: yeah. awesome and what is that you are writing fiction
0: no so technical writing is documentation for tech yeah
1: comics. that i got it yeah, right yeah. but otherwise other you... than
0: that i i've written a little bit of fiction uh, a lot of self-help a lot of like okay. uh, exploration as blogs primarily and then i've okay. written a, i've written a play a short play as like a um it was a test for a like a to pitch to a company, uh, to pitch to a theater company. Okay. So I wrote a play okay. and I I, I do uh, play a game called Dungeons and Dragons, which is a, a storytelling game. So out of that, I'm creating new fiction now, slowly. I'm starting to write short stories and eventually hoping to write full fantasy stories, full novels within that fantasy world that I'm creating in this game. Wow,
1: interesting. And which is the form you find most challenging?
0: The form is definitely the novel because I haven't done one yet. I've tried so hard, so hard, so hard, and I've not been able to build any consistency towards writing something that big. Though uh, in my previous job, I wrote a technical document over two years, which was about 43,000 words. So that was novel size. Like it was the entire documentation of the company I was handling alone in the startup. And so over two years, I created 43,000 words in that. And so I am like, wow, here's my first novel. Thank you, this company for helping me write my first novel.
1: You plot characters and situations.
0: That is the fun. Right? Making sure you can connect it all and make it feel cohesive as a story. That's the challenge.
1: Right. So are you working uh, as a technical writer, freelancing or full time?
0: Full time. And I've been very lucky to have a full time career as a technical writer for the last eight years. So different companies, but still technical writer. And I can see like people's because at first people used to be like, we don't need to hire a technical writer. But more and more companies are now realizing it is a specialist skill your developers cannot write documentation that quickly you need somebody who's a, who's good at english so mm-hmm. yeah but uh, anyways so like are you planning to uh, franchise out moha by how many uh, locations do you have like how's your how's your distribution network is what i'm asking
1: essentially so interestingly currently we are selling totally from our website and we are selling well from our website. Mm-hmm. We every day have a great number of orders and we are fulfilling them. We are creating new designs and products. And uh, we are strong on Instagram, Facebook. But we don't have any physical location yet. Mm. We are totally online. We may go or we may not go physically. Off, and, off and you... I'm not sure yet.
0: And You're selling nationwide internationally. What's your scope of
1: yeah, so, yeah, nationwide internationally? We've been shipping to a lot of almost more than 20 30 countries. Lovely, and we are selling a lot in India actually. So, you're feeling
0: like you're feeling good about it. Like, how has the pandemic been for business and everything? And for you personally,
1: first few months went really bad, like for everyone. Yeah, that but, is the worst. You know, five six months it started picking up i'm very happy about the fact that in spite of what all happened Mm -hmm. i was successful enough to retain all the people okay yeah i could pay to everyone Mm -hmm. we did not make any great profits in year 2021 Mm -hmm. but that was fine because that time main uh thing was sustaining People, yeah recession. it was a global recession there was people, nothing to yeah, be done except yeah. Survive. yeah nothing to be done First six eight months was really bad but then it it it, it is going only yeah. so
0: yeah and we've Five, been fortunate at least we still have our lives so many people lost their lives in the pandemic yeah yeah
1: exactly
0: yeah so that's basically it of course i can continue talking to you um you said you're working with eight artisans in rajasthan right uh, yeah. how many of you are handling this or is this again something that you're it
1: is It is me and uh, one teacher called uh, Madan Meena sir who's visiting faculty with NISUD and, and he's a director of Adivasi Kala Academy mm-hmm. so him me there is Victoria uh, ma'am who's in Kota she's mm-hmm. already heading one organization for the craft or saree type called Kota Doria.
2: And
1: so she in Kota is actually working with artisans for Kota Doria. So she is handling over financial part of it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: there is one more uh, designer we recently onboarded called Rameshwari. Um, so Rameshwari call is one person. She is heading an organization called Cotton Rack, where they are working a lot on shipwool and products which they can make out of some indigenous ship shipwool. Mm. So We are uh, when it started. It was only me and Madan Meena Then Mm -hmm. we onboarded two people who we thought will be a great addition and helpful. Then uh, we had full time uh, resource from IICD. I mean, she came as a GP project, Mm Pallavi Singh, and now Pallavi Singh is our full time resource, and she's been staying on the location with artisans and working with them. And then we have interns coming, going, and that's how we are doing this project. Right. Yeah. And then Moha is also going. So for everyone, there is one full-time thing. All of us, we are in that project and we are also helping Calvary. And uh, that is how I would like to go with one, two more craft, uh, such crafts. So I'm a very craft-centric person. If the craft is uh, traditional, authentic, and it's interesting and there is something I can learn or
0: contribute towards it i would love beautiful like it's really refreshing to talk to somebody who is you know like who is creative who knows that they are creative and has been able to do something meaningful and at some respectable amount of scale right it's it's like refreshing so it's when people say you know there's no career in the arts I, it's so frustrating because it's everywhere. Like, there is there is a lot of business for artists.
1: Aisa bhi nahi hai. Every person in their lifetime, or probably every day, they are enjoying some or other design or art or using it. If exactly. Yeah.
0: Like, there is so, full.
1: Bhi such nahi hai. It's just that how much you really want to be into it.
0: Like, I mean, it's exposure. Ka bhi hai, but schools and all, yeah. I feel, are improving in that regard. I don't have kids, so I wouldn't know. Uh, how's your... Uh, if you don't mind talking about your kids, like, how's their relationship with art? Have you exposed them to it and everything?
1: Yeah, so I have a son and he's 17.
0: He's 17, okay. Yeah,
1: he's turning 18 now. He's in 12 and...
0: So, wait, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you?
1: (laughs) I'm 44.
0: You don't look 44.
1: (laughs) You don't look 44.
0: You look like in your 30s.
1: Uh, I'm happy to know. (laughs) (laughs) Santur, Santur.
0: (laughs) But yes, your son is uh, 17. He's in class 12, you said.
1: Yeah, and he is planning to go for design or architecture. He's one quite uh, into about design, architecture, or creating things. I'm very happy about it. I though although I was trying to understand first few months that he is, nahi hai hum But we never asked him to do. In fact, I was pushing him some other direction. To karne because I was just thinking randomly, it seems ra easy. It seems easy. it it seems but I, I put him into two, three detail work for a workshop and he quite enjoyed it and did the thing. So, hmm. yeah. I think he is also enjoying creating things. And uh, and hai. <laughs> let's see. But yeah, his exposure he, and he was naturally good in drawing and all. So. Yeah, so
0: from an early... yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, from early age. Yeah, from In fact, C B S E did not have drawing as a subject. Hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, we've
0: been talking for about 40 minutes, which is
1: okay.
0: Uh, anything else you want to ask me before we like conclude this interview? Where you stay? Bangalore.
1: Okay, nice, nice knowing you, nice knowing you, and nice knowing you doing such interviews out of passion and man, 100 you did. Wow. That's seriously something. I think it you... has inspired me to know more people and newer people. It is very important.
0: Please listen to the podcast. I feature people like this all the
1: time. <laughs> I will, I will. Right. Yeah, so I
0: think you'll be episode 112 or something. I'll have to see where okay. it fit. So, like this week, I reached okay. out to about six, eight people like, hey, I need contacts. Uh, who do you think okay. is for an interview so you know your name had come up earlier but like I'm I'm just scheduling a lot of interviews this, this week and okay. so you stalk then once a week I can release an episode so one one went out today so every Tuesday I publish
1: okay nice yeah. nice
0: awesome so, thank you so much uh, this is wonderful and yeah I, I will need you to obviously uh, now recommend somebody else this is how my series grows so oh
1: yeah I will I will we'll talk uh, about
0: it uh, on chat
1: okay Yes, uh, I have three four names on my mind. in fact I I have not of names but I'll put you to okay. some interesting people
0: which tells me that you enjoyed this experience so thank you so much for having me Yes
1: this. totally totally yeah thank you so much. Thank you so much for choosing me. I enjoyed this and look forward to more such interviews from you and would love to listen to more people.
0: Amazing. Thank you.
1: Thank you.